Have you realized yet that your purpose in life is constantly evolving? The thing is, it can only evolve, grow, and expand to the extent you're willing to do the work to heal. That's why I've created a transformative half-day virtual event designed for purpose chasers who want to integrate their authentic selves in every aspect of their life. Together, we're going to co-create conversations around reflecting on current patterns, amplifying your genuine desires, prioritizing fulfillment over the facade of what you should do, and we'll talk about achieving actual tangible results. I believe our work together will have a profound impact on your life as we break you out of autopilot, scale your potential, and set you up to attract everything you say you desire. Plus, this space will be an enjoyable and supportive environment for new connections with like-hearted purpose chasers from all over the world. Together, we will laugh, dance, and maybe cry, but we'll be doing the work together. If this speaks to your soul and you want to detox and release what's no longer serving you so you can live fully in the pillars of redefining wealth, tickets are currently complimentary for this half day of coaching, training, and co-creating a new blueprint for your heart's desires directly with me. So grab your ticket today at patricewashington.com slash soul detox. That's patricewashington.com slash soul detox. You have to be willing to fight for your gratitude. Hey there, this is Patrice Washington from patricewashington.com, where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Wealth. If you are brand new here, here's what you need to know. We are a community of purpose chasers, and we believe in the original 12th century definition of wealth, which says it's all about the condition of well-being. It's not so much about just money and material possessions as the world would have you believe. And so each and every week, we seek to unpack what that really looks like by using our six pillars of wealth. If you want to know more about those, head to patricewashington.com forward slash start here patricewashington.com forward slash start here. You get access to a free audio training that breaks down the six pillars of wealth and it even has a mini assessment so that you can figure out what pillar you need to start with in order to start to improve your finances from the inside out. Before we jump into this week's episode, it's brought to you by Created for Purpose. It's my free five-day challenge that is all about helping you get unstuck around how your gift and the marketplace are supposed to come together purposefully. If you know anything about me, you know that my career was built in a time like this, and I fumbled my way through this online game so you wouldn't have to. So instead of you YouTubing and Googling and piecemealing all the things together, I'm going to teach you in that five-day live challenge how to prevail online and thrive even in turbulent times. To sign up, head to patricewashington.com forward slash challenge. Again, that's patricewashington.com forward slash challenge. We begin on December 7th and I want you to be there because I believe you were created for purpose, with purpose, on purpose. So let's do this. In today's episode, I'm really excited about this rewind. As a matter of fact, when I was thinking about praying about what we could talk about, 
as we head into this Thanksgiving season here in the U.S., I kept thinking gratitude and giving, gratitude and giving. And then someone tagged me on Instagram and said, I just listened to this amazing episode and it was this one. So I felt like that was confirmation. Shout out to you. Hope you know who you are. I felt like that was confirmation that I was headed in the right direction. And the reason that gratitude and giving kept coming up is because I know I don't always do the best job of telling you when I've been in media. It happens so quickly. So recently I've been in Good Morning America. And then before then, I was on CNBC, a popular YouTube channel that they have about millennial money. And I did one of those Patrice Washington reacts to this woman's story. And we'll link to it in the show notes so you can check it out. But essentially, I talked about the fact that while she was doing well with her wealth building, she mentioned being a good giver. And I really didn't see how she was such a great giver. (laughs) I felt like there was a little disconnect between how much money she was saying she brought in and then what she was actually giving. And so I said that because that's authentic to me, right? And my team was telling me that a lot of people in the comments were like, what? What does that have to do with anything? Or why is she making that a big deal? Why is like, what does she mean by she could give more? And so while I make it a practice to not go too deeply into comments on other people's platforms, I was glad they gave me that feedback because it made me think that we haven't had this conversation in a while about how giving plays such a big part in our journey towards abundance. And so check out this Rewind episode from 2017, especially because we've been through such a difficult year and I know it's easy to slip into all the things that we don't have and where we wish we were and what we wish was going on. Um, But check this episode out and let's talk about it at the end. Today, I really wanted to go through a huge part of wealth and abundance. Well, what's huge to me, because I've been a personal finance expert, author, speaker, coach, media personality for almost a decade now. And the thing that I always hear people ask questions about are their budget, their credit report. And I usually hear these stories that start out with a lot of whining and complaining. And I have to stop people sometimes in their tracks. Like sometimes I'm in the habit at this point of asking people, do you mind if I just coach you for one moment? Is it okay if I just give you some feedback? And just getting people to understand that what you verbalize, you magnify in your life. Like words are so powerful. And what you verbalize, you magnetize. You bring more towards you, but then you have the ability to make things so much bigger than they are. And I never want to minimize anyone's pain or problems or trauma because trust me, I have had my set of all of that. You will learn that if you listen even to some of the back episodes here. So it's not that I want to minimize any of that or trivialize it, but I really feel like far too often when we talk about wealth or money or abundance or being an overflow, we really don't realize that our attitude plays a big part. And I really believe that your attitude towards a process will determine your success with that process. And so your attitude towards gratitude 
and giving, those two things in particular will really determine if you get to that end result that you want. And even if you get there, whether or not you'll be able to truly maintain it. And I think in our society quite a bit, because we live in like a microwave generation where everything has to happen when you want it to happen instantly in a flash, like make it happen right now that in the real world (laughs) where you just are not in control of that and you don't get to make those types of instant decisions, it makes us live and respond to things that happen in life from a place of fear and lack and scarcity. And I'm really convinced that if we look deeper, we'll see that there's such a strong connection, really, between our wealth and whatever it is we say we want for our lives and our gratitude and giving. And so those are the two Gs today, gratitude and giving. And I really want to go through how those connect to your abundance. And here's the thing, no matter what may be happening in the world around you, one of the things that I've learned over the years, this is that fit pillar. One of the things that I've learned over the years is that you have to be willing to fight for your gratitude. Let me say that again. You have to be willing to fight for your gratitude. There are so many things, so much negativity in this world that is just pulling us in so many different directions that truly don't serve us on the path to building true wealth. And I say fight because this is not a passive activity. And I think that some of us treat gratitude as something that you passively do. Like sometimes you feel like being grateful, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you murmur three cute little things that you might be grateful for. I'm grateful for my health, my family, my house, right? But the truth is, if you've ever been through any hardships, if you've ever lost a child like I did, my son passed in my arms the day he was born, a year before I had my daughter, or if you've ever been a Google search away from leaving your spouse, can we just get real? Like if you've ever literally Googled what the cost of apartments are in your area, because you're like, this is it. I'm, I'm talking real talk, not, not the cute stuff I have to do on radio. <laughs> like real talk. If you've ever had to scrape up change and shake old purses or look in the seams of a couch because you were trying to scrape up the money to feed your child or to feed yourself or to keep your lights on. That's real life. This is real stuff. Or if you've dealt with some type of blow in life that could have and probably should have taken you out, then you know what I'm saying. You can't be passive in those moments. You have to fight for your gratitude. The only reason that I'm here today is because I've had to fight to stop whining and complaining or to not whine and complain and look for things to be grateful for so that I could pick myself up. People always ask me, how did you get off your brother's couch in 2009 and end up on Fox News and Dr. Oz and the Steve Harvey show and all these things that you've done? Like what happened in the middle? And a part of that was learning that I had to fight even in the midst of just tumultuous times. I had to fight 
to find something to be grateful for so that I could encourage myself to keep going. If you've been through anything, you have to fight to find the silver lining. You have to fight to look on the bright side. You have to fight to see a day when the skies would appear blue again instead of gray. Do you know the definition for fight? It's take part in a violent struggle involving the exchange of physical blows or the use of weapons. Now, I might not have been fighting anyone physically, not that I didn't think about it. (laughs) I may have not been fighting anyone physically, but that's really where that faith pillar comes in especially here at Redefining Wealth, because I realized that I had to fight some things in the spirit. And that even means just with my attitude, right? And one of the things that we say in the faith pillar is that a lot of things happened for us, not to us. And so I learned that those blows and those weapons, like when stuff comes against me, that it's a spiritual thing. And that's where being mindful and still and prayerful or meditating or whatever it is that you do, that's where that comes in. Because whining and complaining is not enough. It's actually just going to bring more of the same. But staying in gratitude allows you to look for the lesson or the blessing in all things at all times. You want to look for the lesson or the blessing in all things at all times. And I know sometimes it doesn't feel like there's anything to be grateful for. Trust me, I've been there. But that's where that fight has to come in. You have to fight to maintain that level of gratitude. And I'm not telling you that it's easy. It's not easy by any means. But what I do know is that it's necessary. Because when you make a point to find even small things to be thankful for, it's like a thousand little candles that all together light the darkness. I heard someone say that once and I wish I could give them credit. But when you make a point to find small things to be thankful for, it's like a thousand little candles that all together can light the darkness. Because gratitude is such a powerful force and it opens the doors to blessings and abundance that you can't even fathom. Like you must show gratitude for the little before you can be blessed with more. And I truly believe that. And what repels wealth? Because wealth comes in the form of so many things. But let's just take, for example, um, divine connections. If the first time I meet you and I say, hey, how's it going? And I'm not telling you to be fake by any means. Okay, keep it real. I got all that. But if there's a way to communicate that life isn't all roses and peaches without being a Debbie Downer, And some people you meet, like I've met people who said they were motivational speakers and Lord, you know, you talk to them for 10 minutes and you feel worse off than when you met them. I'm like, I don't feel motivated by you at all. And there's a spirit about them. Sometimes people meet me and they're like, it's just something about your spirit. And I don't take that lightly. If you are a person who is constantly whining and complaining and you want to know why people are not throwing opportunities at you, why partnerships are not at your doorstep every day, why divine opportunities are not coming your way. Those are the things that lead to wealth. But when you have a spirit that is not one of gratitude and thankfulness, nobody wants to work with you. No one wants to introduce you to someone else. Can we be real? I don't want to refer a client to you if you're always funky. 
And so it doesn't matter how much knowledge you have. It doesn't matter how much education, how skilled you are. If you have a funky spirit, no one wants to be around you, refer you business, partner up, none of that. Can we be real? And so a part of getting to your wealth and your abundance might be checking your spirit of gratitude. It might really be checking your spirit of gratitude. Here's an excerpt from Real Money Answers for Women and Real Money Answers for Men. But Real Money Answers for Women is the book that I wrote, self-published, sold a lot of copies, and then it was picked up by a major publisher and put in like Barnes and Nobles and Walmart and Target and a bunch of stores all over the country. There's a section about creating wealthy habits. And here's one. It says, maintain a grateful spirit. I often say what you verbalize, you magnify and magnetize in your life. When you're in a space that promotes whining, complaining, and dwelling on the negative aspects of your life, you repel financial success and any other type of success. When you remain grateful for those things, no matter how few, which are going right in your life, you allow yourself to find wealth in whatever situation you may be experiencing at any given moment. When you are grateful for what you already have, as well as those things you desire, you become happier and healthier and can attract more of the same. Having constant gratitude, guys, it proves your faith because it's easy to be cheery when everything is going your way. But when it's not, who are you? When everything isn't going your way, who are you being? You have to be able to dig deep and tap into even past events that have taught you something, a lesson or a blessing, something, and even hold on to that. Because you really have to be a person who wants to magnify, even in a small way, anything that might be going your way, as opposed to magnifying your problems. So I'm going to ask you, what are you grateful for today? Dig deep. I don't care what's going on. I don't care how bad it seems. I don't care how much money is in your bank account. I don't care how many clients are not in your business currently. I don't care who's frustrating you at the job. You got to be able to say, I'm grateful for the $13.54 I do have. You have to be able to say, I'm grateful that I get to do work I love. I'm grateful for the clients who are on the way to discovering how I can serve them and help them get to their next. I'm grateful that I have a job because this is the job I prayed for when I had nothing. And I'm not going to let the cubicle worker or the cubicle neighbor from hell take me off my gratitude and mess up my future opportunity for wealth and abundance. I'm not going to let them have that power. So what are you grateful for today? Anything that you found yourself in the last week whining and complaining about, I want you to totally shift that and tell a new story starting today. I don't care what it is. If there's anyone who's going through something in their marriage, your husband or your wife, they're getting on your nerves, but they're committed to that relationship. Guess what? You still got to be grateful that you have someone who's committed to the relationship. Yeah, they smack. Yeah, they snore. <laughs> yeah, they've irritated the mess out of you on a million different levels, but they're there. But they show up. 
but they're trying their best. So what do you get to be grateful for today? And I will make a promise to you. I don't have to know you. I don't have to know your experience. I love that you guys send me so many stories and amazing testimonies on Instagram and Facebook. Please continue to do that. Seek Wisdom PCW. I invite that. But I don't have to know your story to know this, that as you choose an attitude of constant gratitude, you will experience abundance in greater ways. You will be filled with joy and peace and just a spirit about you that will pave the way to move forward into that abundant life that you believe you deserve. And the second part, the second G is giving, giving. Now, here's the big thing with giving. A lot of us think that we're great givers. Not so. (laughs) I've learned that over the years. Not so. Because more and more, I think the more that We are pulled in different directions for our attention and our dollars. There's so many causes. There's so many things being promoted in front of you. And it makes it really hard to prioritize what you need to do with your time, with your talent, with your treasure. But here's what I know. I have been meeting far too many people who call themselves givers, but they do it begrudgingly or they do it under compulsion. Two things that actually the Bible says not to do. And we should do things, we should give because we feel led to do it, because it's on our heart to do it. And the reason I did gratitude first is because I really feel like when your heart, when your spirit, when you are overflowing with thankfulness, it really puts you in a position to be that cheerful giver. But if you're already whining and complaining and coming from a place of lack and scarcity, it makes it very difficult for you to open your hands or open your calendar or open up your mind and contribute. And I just really believe even as as someone who might be on the receiving end, right, the recipients of whatever you say you're giving, if you're going to give to me with all kinds of stank face and attitude behind it, I don't even want it. You can keep it because you want someone to want to bless you. I want someone to know that when they bless me, they're planting a seed in good soil. So they're excited to do it. They can't wait to do it. They look forward to doing it. I don't want the fear, the feelings of lack or anxiety attached to your money, your efforts, your time or whatever you're giving to me. Like it makes the recipient feel awful. Have you ever asked someone for something or really been in a place where you needed something and they agreed to give it to you, but it was so much extra on it? Didn't you just say, never mind, forget it. I don't want it. Not I don't want it. (laughs) I don't want it. I don't even want it. Listen, if you are giving right now from a place of obligation or compulsion or begrudgingly, you got to check yourself. You got to check yourself because you got to remember that giving and receiving works in perfect harmony. If that's the energy and the spirit that you're putting out there when you give, I can't even fathom what you're about to receive. It's not going to be anything that you want. Mm. You might be asking yourself, why am I so smart? Why am I so brilliant? And I'm putting out all this content into the world or I'm working hard or I'm doing this and I'm, I'm giving here, I'm showing up. But 
Look at the spirit in which you're doing it. And guess what? Your results are really going to shine a light on what that spirit is. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter about how many hours you work. Some of y'all working too hard. You're working more hours than you need to when you really just need to check your spirit. When you need to check the spirit in which you are giving, in which you are contributing, in which you are putting things out into the world. I tell people all the time, yeah, you might be a better speaker than me. You're probably a better podcaster. You're probably a better author. You're probably a better writer. You're probably a better coach. But the reason that I have the results that I have is because of the spirit in which I give in all of these areas. I make no qualms or apologies about telling you often that I do this from my heart. One of my affirmations is I work because I want to, not because I have to. I consider it an honor and a privilege to be able to do the work that I do to have people trust me, to have people want me to be a part of their journey to wealth. I consider that an honor and a privilege. I won't even record a podcast until I am in the right spirit. It's not about the deadline. I do have deadlines for things. I have a team that helps me. I have a lot of things going on, an immediate family, extended family, friends, a life, (laughs) I have things to do too, but if I feel that I'm going to be rushed in some way, I won't even record it because I want you to feel the spirit in which I offer this to you every week. Sometimes you're hearing the same words that you heard somewhere else, but there's something connected to it that makes it resonate with you. Do you get that? So if you consider yourself to be a giver, which is fine. You got to ask yourself, am I giving from a place of obligation? And if I am, could that be affecting my abundance? Can that be affecting my abundance? Because I really believe, guys, you know, I said it in the beginning at PatriceWashington.com. My goal is to help you chase purpose, not money. You don't have to chase money. You don't have to chase people. You don't have to chase opportunities. You don't have to. You don't have to go from coach to coach and person to person and platform to platform thinking it's all of those things. It's not. It's you. And a big part of that is your attitude towards gratitude and the condition in what you give, the condition, the spirit in which you put things out there. You don't have to chase money, but you do have to live in a spirit and a space of gratitude and sincere giving, cheerful giving, from your heart giving, because I truly believe that there is wealth in that alone. And that when you can master your emotions and not let your circumstances control how you feel about yourself, how you feel about life, how you feel about other people, how you feel about the world. When you don't let circumstances determine whether you're going to be grateful or be a giver today, then you can attract everything that you need to be successful at what you're doing. All right? So I want to hear from you. I really do. Can you tell how passionate (laughs) I am about this? It really breaks my heart to see 
so many people who are so talented work so hard and have nothing to show for it. And they think it's about stuff. They think it's about money. They think it's about whether the right person likes them. They think it's about having a huge Instagram following. They think it's about a million things. And it's not. It's truly about you. And it's truly about how you choose to frame your world, your experience, whether you choose to see things or difficulties in life as things that can be a lesson or a blessing. I've been through so much stuff in my life. And one of the things that my friends always tell me, people who know me closely, you're probably one of the most resilient people I know. And that's truly because, guys, I just will not let things fester. I just refuse to let myself become bitter. And I do that through two things. Always looking, always fighting to maintain my gratitude and always giving without an expectation of anything in return. Truly only because I feel led to do it. And the funny thing is, most times I have no remembrance of what I gave. It's not until someone says, do you remember you gave me your washer and dryer? I'm like, what? I gave you a washer and dryer? Really? There's no remembrance. I've never given from the standpoint of what do I get back? If I do this, then it better result in that. Come on, you guys. Most times you don't even get or receive from where you gave. And a lot of times the people or organizations or situations that I give to, they don't even have the capacity to give anything back. And I'm not looking for anything. But it always, always, always comes in another form. I promise you that. So I want you to consider two things today. What are you grateful for? Even if you have to fight to find it, what are you grateful for? And what is the spirit in which you are giving of your time, of your talent, and your treasure? If you have too much on your plate and you're giving from obligation, then maybe you need to excuse yourself from some things and back it on up so that everything that you give is from a place of love and joy and peace. Okay, what did you think? What did you think? I can't believe I recorded this three years ago and it feels like it was made for today. It feels like it was made for the year that we've all been experiencing where it's so easy to get caught up in what we don't have, the job that we can't stand, you know, the 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 person that's getting on our nerves, all the things that we talk about in this episode. It's so easy to lean into that. And as a matter of fact, as I sit here and record this, I was literally having one of those days and I listened to this episode and I checked myself. <laughs> so don't think you're the only person, you know, getting your toes stepped on by these episodes. Sometimes I listen back and my toes are stepped on as well. And it is so tempting to fall into these conversations, especially if you're not in community where you're having 
the reminder, those gentle reminders that we need to show ourselves grace when we're in these types of seasons, but we need to fight for our gratitude and we need to continue to be good givers, not just in good times. And I'm not saying to the point of your own detriment, but looking at how we move through the giving process, how we move through this world as givers. So I really do hope that this episode was a blessing for you. And I have to remind you, not only is the Creative for Purpose challenge, the five-day challenge that we have coming up starting December 7th, not only are we doing the five-day challenge, but in the spirit of giving, I'm adding what I'm calling 12 days of purpose to it. So I'm doing a daily giveaway every day from December 7th to December 18th. The only way that you can participate, though, is if you're a part of the challenge. So you want to register at patricewashington.com forward slash challenge. I'm giving away everything from my new book, Redefine Wealth for Yourself, to our past guest, Alex L., whose episode was amazing just a couple weeks ago. I have Purpose to Platform ladies in my program who have programs, whether it's in health and wellness or relationships. Um, They have t-shirts, they have affirmation cards, they have mugs, we have all types of things. So it'll be a mix of products and programs um, that I offer and that they offer. And I'm giving something away every day. We're still totaling up the value, but it looks like it'll be at least fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 worth of giveaway. That's huge. I know that's huge. So I'm super excited about it. Again, make sure you register at patricewashington.com forward slash challenge. Join us. You don't want to miss this. I'll be live every day for those five days, breaking down how you are still in position. It's not too late. You still have time to really pursue that thing that only you were called to do. The world is waiting for you and you were created for purpose right? On purpose, with purpose, for purpose. And I want to help you bring that to life. So join us for that challenge. Um, That's it for me. You can also join me in social media at Seek Wisdom PCW. I would love to hear what you thought about this episode. And other than that, enjoy your Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S. and everyone else. Be well wherever you are in the world. Until next time, I want you to go live your life's purpose find fulfillment, and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.